We gather together this morning tenderly, like drops of dew on a leaf of grass. Hopefully, like gathered raindrops in a cloud. Purposefully, like water rushing in a stream to the sea. Deeply, like groundwater poured up from a well. We gather from every direction for another year of growth and depth, another year of companionship and hope, another year of learning to love this world. We gather like the water that joins across all of creation, the living water that connects us within and without, merging and flowing across the entire world. these opening words written by Molly Hush-Gordon. They welcome all those who have gathered this morning for our Sunday service. Welcome to those of you who have gathered and who are still gathering here at Essex Church in person. Welcome to all who are joining us via Zoom from far and wide. Wherever you are, whoever you are, however you are, you're welcome here this morning just as you are. And for anyone who doesn't know me, my name is Jane Blackall and I'm Minister with Kensington Unitarians. This morning's service is our annual gathering of the waters. It's a ritual we do about this time of year to begin the process of regathering ourselves after the summer months when people tend to be gallivanting here and there. Though in truth a number of us are still away and holidaying at the moment. We use the symbolism of water in all its ever-changing forms to explore our connectedness as a congregation, as a community, as a movement, and our wider connection with all living beings across time and space, our interdependence with all that is, all that ever has been, and all that is yet to be. Before we go any further, though, let's make sure we're really here Let's take a moment to catch up with ourselves. We've set some time aside from the rest of the week to come here, join together in community for a time of spiritual nourishment and reconnection. So let's just pause, breathe, ground ourselves in the here and now. And perhaps we might take this moment to set an intention for the hour ahead an intention to be receptive, to be open, and to know that you're in a place where you belong. I'll light our chalice now as we do each time we gather. It's a simple ritual that connects us with Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over, and it reminds us of the proudly progressive tradition of which this gathering is part. We light this chalice as a symbol of reunion. We reunite in this space of sanctuary to share the flow of our hearts with one another once again. We gather together in ritual to celebrate our fountains of joy, to hold each other through storms of grief, to guide one another through the rapids of transformation and to rest together on ponds of stillness. Together today, we honour the spirit of water in all its many forms and in its life-giving essence. So let's start with a song. Our first hymn today is number 111 in your purple books, O Brother, Son, Sister, Moon. The words will also be up on screen to sing along. Feel free to stand or sit as you prefer and sing up if you can, O Brother, Son, Sister, Moon.
let's move from those joys and concerns, both spoken and unspoken. Let's move into an extended time of prayer based on some words by Becky Edmonston-Lange. You might want to adjust your position to be more comfortable, put down anything you don't need to be holding. Whatever helps you to feel more prayerful, whatever gets you into the right state of body and mind for us to pray together. Let's be fully present here and now in this sacred time and space with ourselves, with each other, with that which lies both within us and beyond us. Spirit of life, God of all love, in whom we live and move and have our being. We turn our full attention to you, the light within and without, as we tune into the depths of this life and the greater wisdom to which and through which we are all so intimately connected. Be with us now as we allow ourselves to drop into the silence and the stillness at the very centre of our being. Mysterious force giving shape to life, miraculous source and river and being. Help us to know who we are. To see our place in the history of earth and the family of things. Help us to see that we are part of all that ever was. Our grandmother's prayers and our grandfather's dreamings. Our mother's courage and our father's hope each a unique expression of the unfolding universe. In our bones lies the calcium of antediluvian creatures. In our veins courses the water of seas. We are part of all that ever was, born of this earth, riders on a cosmic ocean. We're not separate from nature. We are nature, part of that same spirit that turns scales into feathers and birdsong into speech. We live by the sun, we move by the stars, we eat from the earth, we drink from the rain. Great Spirit, help us to know who we are and fill us with such love for this holy creation and gratitude for this gift we call living, that we might claim our inheritance and live out our calling to bless the world and bless each other with our care. And in a good few moments of shared silence now, let us each speak inwardly the prayers of our own hearts Maybe something in our own life or the life of the wider world is weighing on us this morning. Or maybe we are feeling full of gratitude and moved to give thanks for our blessings. Let us each lift up whatever is on our heart this day and ask for what we most need. Spirit of life, God of all love. As this time of prayer draws to a close, we offer up our joys and our concerns, our hopes and our fears, our beauty and our brokenness. And we call on you for insight, healing and renewal. As we look forward now to the coming week, help us to live well each day and be our best selves, using our unique gifts in the service of love, justice and peace. Amen. Time to sing again. Our second hymn today is one that speaks of our interdependence. It's number 128 in your purple books. Our world is one world. And the words will be up on screen once again.
The Cycle That Connects Us by Molly Hoosh Gordon and Jamila Batchelder. Rain falls upon the surface of the earth and pulled by gravity, each drop begins to flow downhill. Drop merges with drop, flowing together into a trickle, a stream, a creek, a mighty river, flowing onward. Some of the water seeps down into the earth itself as groundwater or deep aquifers, where it will stay for days, years, or even millennia, until it's pulled up again by tree roots, wells, springs, and geysers rejoining the dance, the flowing, flowing, flowing. The water flows on until it collects in ponds, lakes, seas, and vast oceans. And all the while, the sun's rays warm the water, calling it back into vapor, so light that it can rise up, 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 each molecule moving on its own again, rising into the higher atmosphere, buoyant and swirling, up to where the air grows cool and the water vapor slows and cools and begins to turn again back to droplets. Droplets find droplets and join together again and again, forming clouds growing heavier and heavier until at last the weight of them pulls them down again and rain falls on the surface of the earth again. Everywhere on earth at every moment is somewhere in this cycle, cycle upon cycles, falling, flowing, sinking, transforming, rising again and again and again. Our planet has all the water it will ever have and has ever had. This water cycle has been spiraling around and around for four and a half billion years. This means that the water we gather in our ritual, the gathering of the waters, comes from all over the world and also from across all time on earth. The water we gather today has traveled through the root systems of trees long since returned to soil, burst from geysers that ceased spraying millennia ago, and flowed down rivers that have changed course entirely over billions of years. And the water cycle doesn't only involve rivers and plants and clouds, but also involves creatures. The water cycles through us too coming in and out of our bodies in many different ways. That means that the molecules in the water you gathered from a pond or a river or the sea could have been in the tears of joy and sorrow cried by the first person who ever felt love. Or the water from your kitchen tap contains within it molecules that were once in the best bowl of soup someone ever ate. Or perhaps they were in the sweat of the people who built this church, or in the blood of the mothers that birthed our grandmothers, 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 or even in dinosaur pee. <laughs> what and when and where else do you imagine this water has been? As we gather the waters of community this morning, let us remember that they connect us to everything that has ever been and everything that will ever be. That is the power of the water we share. Thanks, Sonia. So we're moving now into a time of meditation. I'm going to offer some words for reflection, a piece again by Jamila Bachelder and Molly Hush-Gordon on the strength of water. You'll hear some prompts to ponder, which we'll return to when we do our actual gathering of the waters ritual later on, when I'll invite you to play with this metaphor of water and speak of the particular gifts or strengths that you bring to the work of love in the world. 
The words will take us into a time of silence, which will end with the sound from our bell. And then we're going to hear some lovely music. So again, let's do what we need to do to get comfortable. You might want to put your feet flat on the floor to steady yourself. You might want to close your eyes. The words are just an offering. Feel free to use this time to meditate in your own way. The strength of water takes on many, many forms. Just as each of you has a unique and necessary strength that you bring to our community and to the work of love. So take a moment to drop down into the deep wellspring of your own spirit and bathe yourself in the strength that is the groundwater of your person. Are you a roaring waterfall, wearing rock away with sheer force of will? Are you a tiny drop of water in a crevice, breaking it open slowly and steadily? Are you buoyant like a great salt lake, practiced at holding others aloft? Are you tenacious like the mountain stream, finding your way down and around every obstacle you face? Are you still and calm like the pond at daybreak, offering radiant peace by your shores? Are you in touch with hidden depths, pulling from a vast well Do you soothe like the steam rising from a hot cup of tea? Do you dissolve away stubborn muck like water left in a pot to soak? Do you soften and smooth the edges of things like a creeping fog? Do you clear away distraction like a cleansing rain? Do you roll with the ebb and flow like the ocean waves? Settle your mind upon the strength, the power that is yours and draw that strength into your heart, into your soul. As we gather together, the many waters of this gathered community, we need each of your powers, each of your resiliences, each of your love to make us whole.
Thank you. So we've got some time now for our gathering of the waters ritual. We'll do it in a similar way to the Candles of Joy and Concern. I'll invite the people in the room to join in first and then the people on Zoom. And by default, we're going to leave this in the recording that goes up on YouTube afterwards. But if you want to participate but not be in the video, just have a word with me after the service and we'll edit you out. So the words for our meditation today began, the strength of water takes on many, many forms. Just as each of you has a unique and necessary strength that you bring to our community and to the work of love. So in this ritual, I invite you to ponder and to affirm that unique and necessary strength that you bring. Whether you bring it to this community in particular, or to the wider Unitarian community, or to some other community that is precious to you, the community of the whole world. We're all connected and interdependent, so what do you bring to the work of love in the world? If a watery metaphor came up for you during the meditation, feel free to share that. But if not, just share the strength you bring um, during a changing and complicated time in human history. It can be easy to forget the strength we still do have. So this ritual, uh, when you come up, please pour some water into the common bowl. Some of you will have brought water from places you have been over the summer. Some of you will have brought water from your tap. Fear not, if you have not brought water, we have two jugs spare. So just pour a little from one of those jugs into the common bowl. And when you speak, please, as usual, speak into the mic so that people in the room and at home stand a good chance of hearing you. I think that's it. Who gives it to me every session? I, my personal trainer. <laughs> Progress. <laughs> Bodies. Ah, I keep it. <laughs> because, because the strength I bring, I think, comes from my previous work where I was privileged, really, truly privileged, to help people as a social worker, psychiatric social worker. And it was such a permission to do what we all do best, which is helping other people. Subsequently, I learned the joys and complications of asking for help, which I demonstrated when I came before. So I think I stand for the complete equality between giving and receiving in this life. Thanks, Mikhaila. That's a very little bit from <laughs> That's an excellent note to start the ritual. Thank you. Well, uh, this is good old London tap water. Uh, we had to cancel our summer holiday uh, because we weren't really feeling up to traveling but then I felt we were very lucky to be where we are sit on our little balcony overlooking the heath and so on so that's our story I mean by us I mean John and myself uh, this summer Trying hard to remember. Sorry, trying hard to remember what the lines were about water, which I found puzzling in a way when I was at school. And, and then I remembered uh, my uh, elderly teacher uh, was very fond of Coleridge and very fond of, um, sorry, very fond of water, water everywhere, and not a drop to drink. <laughs> I don't know why she went to that. Um, and uh, of course, it's very, very important. No doubt about that. Thank you for reminding Thanks, John. I think we heard you all right. Pour a little bit in for you. 
one. Um, well, this is water from um, from Lewis in West Sussex. It's, it's not actually from the River Ouse. I would have um, probably drowned if I tried to sort of clamber down the bank, and I might not be here now. But it, uh, I suppose in a roundabout way, because I suppose the local aquifer and the reservoir, it probably does come from the, the use. So um, I'll, I'll pop that in first. Well, you know my daughter, um, Amanda, you remember here, she lived in Lewis. So um, nice part of the world. Um, I don't have much to say about the string. I think this, that what I would say is, um, I find in my life that if I resist anything it never ends that well you know if you go with the flow water has a way of finding a way doesn't it wherever it is water always flows to the sea if you if you put water into a uh, a vessel and there's a hole in the vessel it will seep through and water always flows naturally over and under it doesn't it doesn't resist it just flows and i found that to be very helpful in my life uh, recently Nice one. Just remembered, I've got one that someone gave me in advance. Uh, I gave the question to, to Chloe, what is the, what do you bring to the work of love in the world? And she actually brought some water back from her trip to Spain this summer. And she said she brings empathy, care and compassion due to her life experiences, which allow her to relate to others on a deeper personal level. Very true words, I think. Mm -hmm. Who's next? Hey, let me know. This is uh, some water from my water bath in my garden. And it looks quite clean, which I'm very pleased about. So what I'm bringing today is a prayer. It's a prayer of thanks to people who work hard to preserve our rivers and our seas, our oceans but also a prayer for people who don't have access to water. And of course, with climate change, things are getting really dire for people in some countries. And my prayer is that, for goodness sake, let's welcome them into our countries where we have plenty of water. Let them discover the beauty of gardens that we are so plentiful here. Uh, I think it's very important. Hmm? You can't hear me, Michaela? Can you put the microphone? All right, yes. It was a prayer for people who don't have the luck to have water and who are, you know, dying because they don't have access to water in certain countries. So this is a prayer today and a gratitude because I'm blessed with a lovely garden and I'd like and everybody should have access to water. It's a basic human right. Yeah. I could follow it. If you like. Is there any wildlife in there? We've got enough hands for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is tap water from Bradford. And, uh, well, Bradford is famous now for uh, David Hockney, of course. And I did see quite a lot of David Hockney paintings while I was there. But um, I actually went to visit a friend uh, who I've known for a very long time, but during lockdown, he asked me if we could become correspondents because he was very isolated looking after his wife who has Alzheimer's. And um, so we wrote letters, real letters on paper to each other. And it was a real pleasure to get a letter in the post each week. Um, he um, is 
I want to say free, but that's not quite the word. Um, he's still caring for his wife, but because COVID is more or less over, he's able to go and be involved with people in his own local community. I can see at least two more bottles of water in the room. Should want to deal with the water first. <laughs> Not quite got the logistics of this sorted out. This is water that I've brought uh, from the Thames. Uh, between, don't look at in horror. <laughs> it's it's way up uh, between. On one bank is Runnymede. On the other bank where, where I visited is the Anchorwick Yew, which is a really ancient tree, over a thousand years old. And so I tried to, to creep down to, to the Thames and it was just too steep. And yet one of my Rambler's friends with me, younger than me, more agile, did it for me. <laughs> So, so there's big thanks to Jaquetta, my friend, who did that. And what do I bring? There's just one word comes to mind, both looking at the, the, the plants here, and that's greenery. <laughs> thanks, David. Well, this is Northfield's tap water, care of Thames water. I've not been very far this, this summer. I like to think I bring a little TLC to the physical fabric of the church. You certainly do. Thanks, Brian. Uh, this is water from Bedford. It's not from the... Bedford's built on the river, but it's not from the river. It's actually from a tap. But I thought it was very appropriate being Bedford because Bedford is quite famous for its river. It has swans in the river. It's really lovely there. And they have a river festival every year. Mm -hmm. And what I bring, I think, is a willingness to make coffee and a willingness to be involved. Well, round of applause for that. Thanks, Liz. <laughs> Maybe I'll work this out by next year. This water, um, I have a system at home where it it um, enlivens my water. It adds more life into my water. And it's made by a Russian chemist and a Ukrainian person. So I just, when I was reading that poem this morning, I just thought, gosh, we really are all connected. So I think about Russia and Ukraine at this time while I make my water every morning. So uh, a prayer for them. And water is my favorite element. I love drinking it, bathing in it, going to saunas in it, cooking with it. So uh, crying, I love feeling emotional. And so I, I bring um, nurturing to my life as it nurtures me. Thank you. Excellent. Which you can, yeah. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am first time going to this church. My English is not good. I am new in the UK. I am Kurdish from Iran. Uh, before I am Muslim, but I don't like religions uh, Muslim. Uh, I had a doctor friend here. She's, uh, she sent uh, this address location for me. Uh, she said me, uh, you can go to this church. It's very good for learning English and find uh, English people and help. Sorry, I... No, good. I try to explain, but my English is not good. Very good. Very uh, good. Nice to meet you. Uh, bless you. You're very welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Any more in the room? 
in that case, then as usual, we'll go over to the people on Zoom as before. Um, unmute yourself if you want to speak. Uh, possibly, I'm springing on this on you, Charlotte, but maybe if people write something in the chat, maybe you might relay it to us. Thank you. I'll get us started. Uh, this is... Oh. I'll get us started. Uh, this is water from my tap here in Chartres. Um, oh. And uh, I bring a steady presence on Sunday mornings and a smile. You certainly do. Uh, unfortunately, this is my tap water from London. I was unable to bring back some water from Finland, where I have just been with friends from three, four different continents. And the purpose and the reason why we wanted to do this uh, trip in Finland was to pray for peace. So we joined up with a lot of people from all over Finland and all kinds of churches and communities to pray for peace. And what I bring back from that is the magic, the magic of water, the magic of our environment. So Finland is a beautiful country, a lot of forests, but I like to think that the our friendship has created um, stronger bonds across continents. Um, and during the year when we can't meet uh, physically, we meet on Zoom. So it's a continuous friendship, and so I'm very grateful for that. Thanks, Michelle. I also have water from my tap in London, but I feel like it's representing water from Florida, where I just was earlier this week, where there was a really bad hurricane on the West Coast which luckily didn't hit Tampa where my family is too hard, but it really did um, further north in an area called the Big Bend. So just thinking about people who were impacted by the hurricane and other sort of climate change affected um, events, you know, it's mixed with the Gulf of Mexico being too warm and yeah, people don't have the infrastructure to withstand things like that. So just thinking about them. Thanks, Abby. Any more on Zoom? If not, then I'll remember that I didn't pour any of myself, so I'll just get in with that. What do I bring? Today I think I bring endurance. <laughs> uh, yeah been here a long time and I think holding memory is part of what I bring. So thank you all for participating in our gathering of the waters for this year. I'd like us to close it with a responsive reading, uh, The Blessing of the Waters by uh, Ranwa Hamami. Uh, the words are on the hymn sheet if you're in the building, but we're going to put them up on the screen as well. And the response is a very simple refrain, this water is sacred. This water is sacred. It's made sacred by the many hands that have poured it with intention and love, the many stories that each drop contains, the many lives surrounding it in this unique moment, connected by commitment and faith. This water is sacred. May it continue to flow through this community with shining reflections of the unique gifts that flow through each of its members. This water is sacred. May it continue to nurture this community with sustaining hope that we journey together through ripples of growth and change. This water is sacred. May it continue to bless this community with loving reminders of our collective responsibility to one another and to this world. This water is sacred. May its ripples be a reminder that the change and growth within this community bring movement and transformation to the world beyond our doors. This water is sacred. May its purity offer grace to our community and the willingness to forgive ourselves and one another when we make mistakes. This water is sacred. 
in moments when we are confused or uncertain. May it bring us clarity of purpose and commitment. This water is sacred. In moments when the reservoirs of hearts and spirits are drained by sorrow or pain, may it nourish them with the knowledge that we are surrounded by a deep and abundant love. This water is sacred. Amen. So, one last hymn. This one is number 90 in your purple books, and the words will be up on screen. Let us give thanks and praise. announcements now then thank you to Ramona for tech hosting to Charlotte for co-hosting thanks to Sonia for reading and to all who contributed to today's service thanks to Sydney Simon and Peter for really lovely music uh, thanks to Liz for dealing with the coffee I see she's already gone out to get that started and thanks to Marianne for greeting uh, for those of you who are here in person, please do hang around for a cuppa and a chat and some apple and sultana cake after the service. And I brought a load of tomatoes as well, so help yourself. Um, if you're online, no tomatoes, no cake, what can I say? But please do hang on for a chat with Charlotte, which is better than all of those things. We've got various small group activities going on during the week. Heart and Soul is our contemplative spiritual gathering online. It takes place twice a week, Friday nights, Sunday nights. It is a really good way to get to know people more deeply. A contemplative space. This week's theme is contradictions. If you want to come along to that, let me know and I'll send you the details. The in-person poetry group is on this week, Wednesday evening. Speak to Brian if you want to know more about that. We'll be back here at half ten next Sunday when I'll be leading the service. I can't tell you what it's going to be about because I haven't made my mind up yet. I'm waiting for inspiration. If you've got any ideas, feel free to pass them on. But I can tell you that the week after that, on the 17th of September, will be our harvest service. If you grow your own veg and you've got any to spare, a giant marrow or a comedy carrot for the centrepiece, please bring that along. In fact, I'm, I'm thinking, everyone, bring your favourite veg to church that day. Um, might be a photo opportunity in it, we'll see. All the various activities are on the back of your order of service and in the Friday email. Please do sign up for the emails if you haven't already. We very much have a life beyond Sunday morning, so I encourage you to look out for each other and nurture supportive connections. Just time for our closing words and closing music then. Water unites us. All water is one water, shape-shifting as it goes on and on in unending cycle. The stream we gather by unites us with all the waters of the world, 
for all of life depends on water. And so this common everyday element on which our very lives depend is sacred. In our thankfulness for water, let us remember to honour, cherish and care for it, to care for our own lives, for all life touched by water and for all those who come after. May it be so for the greater good of all. Amen. Thank you.